This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus, Dan Letlier with the Sioux Falls Regional Airport joins the show to tell us about the latest projects with the airport and holiday travel. People are itching to get out the house and travel somewhere this holiday season. The Sioux Falls Regional Airport is a great resource for adventure seekers across the Sioux Empire. Due to the flying demand and the need in the Sioux Falls area, lots of new projects are going to transform the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, including the parking garage. Executive Director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport, Dan Letlier, joins the show to talk about updates with projects at the airport, like the parking garage, new furry faces inside the terminal, flying options for travelers, and holiday travel advice. For more information, future flyers can always visit sfairport.com. That's all coming up on this edition of Sunday Focus. When your child is struggling, especially in school, every aspect of your life is affected. Your job, friendships, marriage, family, and your personal life. Everything gets turned upside down. Parents have told us they're tired, drained, lifeless, and they live in a darkness every day. Learn what Breakthrough Counseling in Sioux Falls is doing to help kids 10 through 18 and their families. Once your child finds a counselor that they trust and can talk to about anything, school will get better. Their attitude and behavior will change in a positive way, and life will get better for everyone in the family. I'm Krista Winter, the clinical director at Breakthrough Counseling in Sioux Falls. We help kids who are struggling and don't want to go to counseling. Breakthrough Counseling is able to offer more services than a traditional counseling center, so we can create an individual care plan that helps. Breakthrough Counseling works alongside schools and churches. You can learn more by going to BreakthroughSFC.org or call us 605-275-2280, 605-275-2280. Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Focus. The holidays are around the corner and people are itching to travel and people are also very curious about all the new updates that are going on at the Sioux Falls Regional Airport and the guy that happens to know all that and more is the executive director Dan Letlier. Hey Dan, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? You know what? We're doing great. We are caffeinated and we <laughs> are ready to go. There's a lot of excitement, like we mentioned, going on at the airport, especially with that parking garage. So, Dan, where do we start? Let's get the latest on that parking garage. And it's really coming along here. Yeah, they made they made a lot of progress. They uh, started in April. They actually just um, completed uh, all the, the structural concrete that they had to pour in place, so all the beams, all the floors. Um, they just uh, wrapped that up last week, uh, all the ramps uh, to the different levels. They are actually um, pouring the concrete, uh, the ground floor, which they really didn't anticipate getting to until the spring, but you know they're a little, a little ahead, of the, ahead of the game. So they're getting, trying to get all that forward here too, um, hopefully yet before Thanksgiving, before the cold temperatures start to come in. So, so they made a lot of progress and um, yeah, it's really exciting to watch. Absolutely. So once they get going with that next step, what can we expect to see here over the next coming weeks, months, even before the cold weather kicks in? Yeah. Well, they have taken down um, you know, two large 
to the large construction cranes that they needed to to build the structure. And uh, they still they still have other cranes out here, but they'll be focusing on the exterior of of the of the structure. So they'll put up. Uh, we have uh, colored uh, precast uh, concrete that will kind of put a skin around the, the outside of the parking garage. So that will take several months here um, to get all that up. And actually, on the north side of the building, um, the garage, they actually do have most of that completed already. And they'll focus on um, in front of the terminal building, we're actually bumping out uh, a section there that will uh, meet up to the skyway that goes across to the parking garage. And you know, within that, um, will include you know an elevator, um, escalators, stairwell to get people up and um, up and down from the main level up to the skyway over to the parking garage. So, so they'll be focusing a lot of their attention on on that work here over the winter, and um, as we progress towards uh, leading the project. This parking garage is really part of a big master plan here at the airport, and for anyone who hasn't really been by the airport or has seen it, this parking garage is really taking over the whole construction, really. It's really taking over the entire airport at the moment. So until this parking garage is complete, where are people parking their cars? And are you still encouraging flyers to leave their cars at home for now? Yeah, so we still have parking in our um, a regular long-term lot, as well as our economy lot, which is just a little bit to the south of, of the main lot as you come around uh, J.C. Lane. Now, this this summer, we did add uh, about 500 spaces onto the economy lot, which is the opening. Um, and then we've also, um, uh, for just in case uh, kind of temporary parking, we did expand um, some area north of our cell phone lot to, to make sure we have an equal number of parking spaces that we did last year to make sure we can accommodate all of our, our winter travelers. You know, February and March is the peak peak volume of, of parking that we have here at the airport. So we feel we're, we're positioned um, to be able to accommodate the same volume we had last year. And, and even the, some of the, the areas in the long-term lot that, that have been taken up with uh, construction staging equipment and materials we're gaining some of those spaces back as well here. Actually, next week we'll be getting uh, quite a few of those spaces back. So, so we do have um, adequate parking. You know, as we get into that uh, mid to late February, early March uh, time period, you know, it'll be, um, you know, I'm sure we'll be getting uh, close to full, and that might be a little different story when we get to that point. But between now and then, yeah, we have um, we have plenty of parking for people. We do have um, shuttles that continuously go back and forth. Um, to the economy lot, especially you know the areas that um, that we just added this summer, so to make it easier for people to get to and from um, the terminal building. You mentioned it before, Dan, but this has really progressed since the project started. What really gets you excited about this parking garage? Because it really has been a long time coming for you guys. Yeah, we've um, you know been debating um, uh, through numerous. Uh, studies and analysis <laughs> to determine if we needed it. But, you know, every year more and more people were flying. Uh, parking demands kept getting higher, and it just actually made that decision uh, for us in a way. But, you know, where to put it, the size of the parking garage. And, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, it's a huge 
building in comparison to the terminal building. Mm-hmm. But but then you think about it, well, there's, but there's still only like 950 spaces in there, so it's not like a tremendous amount of space. But um, you know, it's it's really it, it's kind of been distracting because you come to work and you know they accomplish have been accomplishing so much every day. It's kind of fun to watch them work, but. <laughs> You know, we're excited um, to have it uh, completed next uh, next summer, and um, just for people to take advantage and the, the the big improvement in the customer experience for for people flying in and out of Sioux Falls, you know, not having to be gone for a week and come back and tromp through you know a foot and a half of snow to get into your car. Um, yeah, this is going to be a really nice enhancement for everybody to fly out of Sioux Falls. Do you think? It's ahead of schedule, the parking garage? Does it feel like it kind of is? Well, in, in some aspects, uh, yes. But <clears throat> again, with a project that's, you know, 18 plus months long, you know, a lot of the subcontractors, you know, they have to order materials and they need to know, you know, they need to be able to receive those materials in a time when, when they're scheduled to do the work. So even though, you know, it might be some phases, maybe a little bit ahead of schedule, you know, some trades, you know, that based on the schedule when they started, that they were going to get to a certain phase of work in May or June, well, that's when they have their materials scheduled to arrive. So so there's once things are in motion, it's hard to gain you know, a lot of time, but um, I guess we're, we're pleased with where they're at, and um, we're excited to get it done. So you just said next summer. Is there a date yet? Can you even say a date yet? <laughs> well, you know, we're still targeting, you know, the end of August, uh, Labor Day of 2024, so next year. So we're moving right along and fully expect to be opening up at that point. And there are a whole, like we mentioned, there's a whole big master plan with the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. Other small changes have been made, including some improvements with the gates, snack stations. Can you tell us any updates about these projects? Sure. You know, the last uh, year or so, we've done a lot of updates on our, our concourse or where all the gates are at. Um, and we've updated a lot of finishes, so carpeting, um, you know, wall covering. We've um, uh, replaced all the counters and podiums at all the gates to really give it a, a fresh new look. Um, you know, when you have you know over a million people coming and going through your facility, um, it tends to you know, wear pretty quickly. So, you know, we do have to go through every now and then and update um, update those facilities. But you know, long term, as we've seen, as the city grows, um, so does the, the number of travelers to the airport. We set a record. Uh, last year, for the number of flyers through the airport, uh, we're about nine percent ahead of that number already this year. So, um, as, as the population grows, uh, those people travel, and it's uh, reflected in in our uh, passenger count. And so, we need to we need to expand our facility again to, to meet not only current but future demand. And that means, you know, hopefully more flights. Um, uh, we've already seen larger aircraft. We do need to, to focus, and we're you know starting the design work on uh, on a concourse expansion or a new concourse that will add um, uh, anywhere from uh, two to two to five gates, uh, depending on <laughs> depending on funding and timing. But we we do need to grow in that area, and that's uh, certainly a focus that that uh, we've turned our attention to. 
If you were just listening, I'm being joined right now over the phone with Dan Lear. He is the executive director of the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. And Dan, I was actually just visiting some family in Chicago and they were asking me, they're like, gosh, what flights are out of Sioux Falls? You know, where can you go? And this is a good time to update people, I think, on what flights can you take out of Sioux Falls? I know that you guys have added a lot more direct flights out of the airport. Yeah, we have service on uh, five airlines, uh, United, Delta, and American, and those are your traditional um, carriers that um, that connect through a hub city. And then we also have Allegiant and Frontier, who are your kind of more non-traditional, ultra-low-cost carriers that are going to take you from Sioux Falls to typically a leisure destination. And we have on, on a regular basis, uh, service to 10 different destinations. I think it's important that, you know, five of those are, again, what I call hub airports. So, you know, whether you fly from here to Minneapolis, Chicago, Denver, Atlanta, Dallas, uh, you know, in one change of planes from those cities, you can fly virtually anywhere in the world because they, they're, they're super hubs and you can go just about anywhere. And um, so, you know, that connectivity is really, really important. And for our size city, you know, we think that's you know, some pretty good, pretty good service. But to complement that, um, you know, Allegiant primarily has service to so a lot of destinations that people want to go for for vacations, and whether it's Las Vegas, Phoenix, Orlando, uh, um, Denver, not to Denver, but um, you know, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Fort Myers, Tampa, you know, Los Angeles. So a lot of these uh, destinations, um, they don't necessarily go year-round. They're somewhat seasonal. So you'll see a lot of service to, to Florida uh, in the in the wintertime. And then in the summertime, we have service to Los Angeles, San Diego. So at any given point in time, you know, we can have uh, a lot of these seasonal destinations as well. And that bumps us up to you know, 14, 15 uh, different destinations um, out of Sioux Falls. So kind of depends on the time of year. But for our level community, we have you know, a good level of service. But uh, you know, we want to be able to maintain that by growing our facility and hopefully adding flights as time goes on. I'm sure flyers have been giving you and other staffers a lot of feedback about the updates to the airport so far. What have they been telling you? Well, you know, people appreciate um, the facility. I mean, we really try to focus on providing you know, the amenities that that maybe you wouldn't expect in a, in a smaller airport that you would have in a large airport. So um, you know, we want to try to provide those. Uh, we, our food and beverage services that are provided by our concessionaire, um, Hungry's, they actually just added a little kiosk on the end of the concourse to make it easier for people to get that cu- a cup of coffee at 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, uh, they have grab-and-go sandwiches. And we, they just introduced uh, Cinnabon here to the airport here, which really big success. So, you know, we're constantly, you know, trying to, to provide those amenities that, that maybe people wouldn't really expect out of Sioux Falls to make their experience here um, not, not only easy, but somewhat memorable. I'm still pushing for some Southwest flights too, Dan, in the future, of yeah, course. Well, we're always <laughs> looking. Something else that I noticed, too, a couple of months ago, I actually saw this on your Facebook page, but maybe flyers have seen some furry faces walking around the airport. The Sioux Falls Regional Airport actually just partnered up 
with some therapy dogs. Why don't you tell us more about some of the newest members with the Sioux Falls Regional Airport? They're adorable, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we were um, approached by um, you know, a local organization um, called the Canine Area Therapy Team, or the CAT team. Um, but it's a group of um, volunteers that have trained, um, trained dogs, that, uh, therapy dogs, that uh, come out uh, on a voluntary basis. They come out. And certain times of, it's not always the same time of day, but they do try to, to hit kind of the peak volume time. So sometimes early in the morning or middle of the day, if there's a lot of flight activity, uh, certain, not again, not the same day every day. They kind of bounce around as they have time available. But they'll bring out their um, canine friend and they'll wander um, to the ticketing area, um, but spend a lot of time on the concourse where people are sitting waiting for flights. Um, they're really nice distraction, especially for young kids that maybe are a little apprehensive about flying. You know, it takes their mind off it. And, but quite honestly, um, the adults as well. Uh, a lot of people have apprehensive about flying, and, and this you know, gets them to relax a little bit and um, kind of recenter themselves on on before they head out on the flight. Out of all the projects going on at the airport, Dan, did you think that? dogs would be on that list too no it wasn't but you know it's uh it's something you are seeing you know more and more across the country so we're really excited that we're able to provide that here at the airport and i'm sure as we get uh, closer to to the holidays thanksgiving and in the christmas holidays um they'll, they'll be out here quite often so uh, people can can have fun with them when they're out here Absolutely. And I saw one of them's a Great Dane. My sister's a veterinarian. That's how I know this. So people probably see this big dog and they're thinking, oh, is this horse going to be on the plane with us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think, she, I don't think they give rides, but you, know, you, you probably should. <laughs> that would be part of the therapy experience. Yeah, right there. And speaking about a traveling season, Dan, and, hol- and the holiday season, we, we are talking a lot about flight prices here around the offices. And some people have noticed that prices have just been fluctuating over the years. They've gone down and they've gone up. And I think over the last year or so, they've just skyrocketed. Now, in your opinion, uh, are flight prices dropping or are they kind of staying the same as they did last holiday season? You know, um, fares are going to fluctuate, you know, based on you know, when people want to fly. So, you know, if you're uh, looking to buy um, tickets to travel, you know, a couple days before Christmas or in between Christmas and New Year's, well, it's going to be expensive. You know, those, that's one of the most popular weeks of the year to travel, and the airlines know that. And so, you know, fares, fares are going to be, you know, higher than, than they were in September. You know, I just, I actually did a comparison um, of the fares that were available um, in September here versus the past couple years or pre-COVID. And they're actually very, very similar. In some cases, they're, they're less depending on where you're going. But again, it's, it's really all about you know, time of year. If you're traveling around the holidays, they are going to be higher. Typically how it is. And your comment, you know, in general, are they more expensive? Well, I think just about anything you buy is more expensive mm-hmm. with the rate of inflation. But, you know, airlines in particular have been hit by, <clears throat> in the last few months, um, rising fuel prices. So, uh, which is, you know, a major expense for them. So uh, the 
jet fuel prices go up, I mean, airfares are certainly going to follow along with that. And then, you know, another situation, too, is just the, uh, the pilot shortage. So as, you know, airlines have been more aggressive in trying to recruit uh, people into the industry to become pilots, um, the, the mainline carriers have been more aggressive uh, with, the, with their unions, and the unions have been, I guess, more aggressive in renegotiating their contracts with, with, with much higher pay knowing that their services are in such high demand and limited supply. So, so a lot of these carriers are starting to pay some pretty substantial increases to their pilots. Um, so all that eventually does slow down um, between uh, to, to the, to the airfares that people are buying. So the, the cost of labor, uh, fuel, all of that has a direct impact on the prices that, are, that people pay to travel. If you are just listening right now, I'm being joined over the phone with Dan Letlier. Here's the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport here. Now, has these prices for airfare, clearly by the record amount of flyers last year, I don't think it's affected flyers here in Sioux Falls, but has it affected travelers in some way here here in our area? Well, again, as I mentioned, I mean, that's kind of one thing try to gauge and, and if you start to see kind of declines in the number of people traveling, then, you know, either it's uh, the economy or concerns about a recession um, or the fares are higher than, than maybe some surrounding airports. So that can be concerning. We haven't really seen that yet. Like in 2022, we had a record number of travelers. We're well ahead of that pace so far this year. Uh, you know, next year, uh, uh that's a good question. I, I think that we'll probably see, you know, some of those numbers come down a little bit again, um, because the concerns about the economy, higher airfares. Uh, I think all of those you know, may play into uh, maybe a bit of leveling off for a period of time um, in the number of travelers we have. What's the worst mistake a future flyer can make while purchasing an airline ticket? Maybe it's your personal experience. <laughs> Well, if you wait to the very last minute, you're probably going to pay uh, much higher than yeah. if you would have purchased your ticket um, a couple of months in advance. The the one thing I would encourage though people is um, with the technology that we have or the airlines have now is make sure that they have a contact for you. Make sure they have. Uh, and people may not want to give it out to them, but you know a cell phone contact or an email contact because they are very good at if a flight's going to be delayed that impacts other flights, they will text you, they will email you to let you know um, that there's a delay um, or maybe worse, a cancellation in one of your flights that you have scheduled. And, you know, with automation, they'll go through and they'll rebook you for for your next flight. And again, they, they communicate all this information to you if they have your cell number, if they have an email, uh, they'll be able to connect, communicate that with you, and then it saves you some time. Um, when you get to the airport, your flight's delayed, or you get to Chicago and your flight's delayed or canceled. Um, if they've already rebooked you on another flight, you can see that um, on your cell phone. And you still may have to wait, but you don't have to wait in line or on, on the phone trying to call to get rebooked for another flight. So make sure they have a way to get in touch with you um, if there is a problem with your flight. And it honestly makes it less stressful. I've been in a situation like that, especially... 
Speaking about Chicago, especially in Chicago, and it does make your flight and just your travel experience in general a whole heck of a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, it does. So, Dan, there's all these theories, too, about you have to book your ticket on a Tuesday or on a Thursday or, you know what, forget those theories, just book them out a year in advance. (laughs) So when is the best time to buy your flight ticket? Well, I mean, I guess people have different theories. Uh, All really kind of depends on the demand of where you're going and when you're going. Um, I would say on average, you try to, um, that 60-day, days out from when you want to travel is probably a pretty good time. Um, again, if you uh, want to travel between Christmas and New Year's, you know you probably want to be looking in September already um, to try to try to make those reservations. But I'd say on average, um, about um, two months in advance is probably a good window of time. I agree too. Yeah, that is a great window to keep in mind. And yeah, typically the holidays are busy for a lot of people. You want to make it as quick and easy as possible. And there can be weather involved with this too, Dan. And here in Sioux Falls, we are no we are no strangers to weather around here as evident uh, last year. So keep in mind when it comes to that winter weather traveling and just in the holidays in general, where or how I should say is the best way for flyers to keep track of their flight in Sioux Falls, especially when it comes to those winter weather advisories? Yeah, um, two two ways. One, we always encourage people to check with the airline directly uh, that you're flying on. Uh, Check your flight information directly with them. But they can also go to our website, sfairport.com, and we also have all the airline's flight information. If a flight's delayed or canceled, it'll, it'll show up on our website. So um, they can certainly check our website. Maybe it's a little bit easier. Um, but to get kind of the official word, you know, we always encourage people to, to contact their airline directly before they, especially if there's weather forecasted in, in Sioux Falls and they're coming from, you know, an hour or two away, we really encourage people to you know, check the weather in advance, check their flight information before they leave so they don't make a treacherous trip down here and then find out their flight isn't operating. Yeah, and I know last year you had to make the tough decision due to close down the airport a few times because of weather, and I know that's not an easy decision either. No, it's certainly the last, last thing you want to do, but, you know, in some of those conditions, blizzard conditions, it's just uh, really difficult to the runway open and safe for everyone to use uh, in some of those conditions. And a lot of it really stems down to visibility. I mean, if, it's, uh, if you can't see the car in front of you, um, it, it doesn't make it any easier if you're an aircraft traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, it's Dan Letlier, the executive director for the Sioux Falls Regional Airport. Dan, before we let you go, any tips for holiday travelers when it comes to maybe transporting a turkey, some Christmas presents, wine, anything like that? Well, if you're bringing gifts, Christmas gifts, um, don't don't wrap them just in case uh, if you're going through the security checkpoint or in some cases they, they do go through check luggage. Um, you know, wait till you get to your final destination before you wrap those presents up because they, they may have to, to inspect those. So don't, don't wrap them before you go. Um, you know, same, the, the, the liquid rules still apply when you go into the security checkpoint. So you know, bottles of wine, things like that, um, will have to go into you know, 
reinforce the container in your check luggage. You won't be able to bring that uh, with you through the checkpoint. There's still the, the, the liquids limitation on, on how much you can bring through the, the checkpoint. But you know, we always encourage people, um, especially now when you may have to search a bit for a place to park um, around the holidays or, or later in the winter, uh, if you get here two hours early, uh, you know, you'll be able to find a place to park, get that shuttle ride in if you need it, uh, get your flight checked in and on your way, and try to minimize some of the stress that that is that, that comes with travel sometimes. Uh, some airlines do have, they've kind of increased their cutoff time. So some airlines, um, you have to be here an hour beforehand to check in. Uh, some, it's 45 minutes. So make sure the airline you're flying on that you're aware of, you know, when they shut uh, shut off check-in. So unless you've checked your check-in at home, if you have no bags to check, it gives you a little more uh, leeway there. But if you're checking in a bag on some airlines, you have to be here almost an hour in advance um, to get that checked in. So make sure you, you know those cutoff times with the airline you're flying on. All right. Great advice there. As always, Dan, it's great to talk to you, giving us the latest updates with the airport and great travel advice, too, Dan. Really appreciate your time. Sure. Thank you for having me. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.